You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 225 with Jennifer Thompson. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys, I'm super excited to have Jennifer Thompson back on the show today for our four-part series. This is our last episode of the series. If you guys missed the first three episodes, make sure to check it out. The first one is with Melissa Sharp. We talk all about mental health and how that has impacted us with being home, uh, the pandemic, shutdown, lockdown, you name it. How has that really made our mental health change during this time? The second episode I did on grief with Heidi McLaughlin. And if you guys did not lose someone per se, you know, we still lost things last year in regards to maybe our plans, our vacations. Maybe we thought life was going to go one way and then it went a totally different way and you had to grieve that. So make sure to tune into that episode, even if you didn't lose someone. It was such a great episode. And Heidi talks about having joy, even in times of grieving. And I just thought it was so beautiful. And she's such a wonderful guest. And I feel like you'll be super inspired. And then the third week we had Lindsay Young on, and that was last week. So make sure to check it out. I love having Lindsay on the show. And we talk about self-care and how important it is to take care of ourselves. Because I think when we're feeling lonely, it's very easy to not set up routines and take care of ourselves. But I think if we can get into basic routines in regards to self-care, It helps us. It propels us to actually want to take action. And that way it helps us to connect and also, you know, reach out to people and not just be so isolated. And so today we are going to talk about friendships and how Jen has been maintaining her friendships during the lockdown. She's been a little bit more isolated than others. And so I wanted to pick her brain on how is she connecting with her friends? What is she doing um, to maintain those relationships? And one thing that stood out to her is when we were talking about loneliness and how it's easy to feel lonely, even when you're surrounded by a lot of people. And sometimes it's hard to think that you're feeling lonely when you're in a room full of people or a house full of people, but maybe you're not connecting with friends. And so That way you can feel lonely because you're just like, you know what? My friends don't really know me right now. I'm not being seen. I'm not being heard by them. And I think it's hard to pinpoint that feeling. And so I wanted to bring her on, see how she's doing in regards to friendships in the pandemic. So I think you guys are really going to, you know, find yourself in this episode to some degree. And I feel like if you are struggling with connecting with your friends, I hope this inspires you to reach out to your friends today. You know, send a text, say hello, say, hey, I'm thinking about you. This has been really hard on me too. And I just want you to know I haven't forgotten about you. All right, you guys, let's go to the show. Hey, Jen, thanks so much for coming back on the show today. Hi, Amber. Thanks for having me. I love being here. I love having you here. And it's been too long since we've talked. And this is, seems like how our friendship is this this time around for 2020 is through the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, it's, it's, it's crazy because everybody's at home, but it's still hard to connect, you know? Yeah, because because everyone is home. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you noticed. I don't know if you noticed this, but like I noticed this for myself in summer. Um, I've told um, my sister this a long time ago that in the summer you think like you're going to see everybody. Everyone's out of school, but like I think because everybody's out of school, people are busy with their families. They're off on vacations. They're seeing family, other family that live in other states. They're doing stuff. Um, and you end up not seeing them because 
everybody is together versus during the school year, you know, you have kiddos in maybe preschool or school and you kind of maybe have some time that you can kind of work in friends. But when you're with your family, kind of like Christmas break, Thanksgiving break and stuff like that, I don't feel like people are actually seeing their friends as much. And so I feel like 2020 has been one big Christmas break. (laughs) Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I think it is exactly like that. Like you feel like you have all of this time. But then when you're with your family, it is. It's so much harder to make those connections. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. Okay. So I normally like to ask icebreaker questions on travel because I'm a travel agent, but I'm going to take a break on that just because a lot of people aren't traveling right now. And so my question is for the series, the series is, um, what have you learned about yourself or something you have had to really embrace, um, during 2020? Um, that is a very good question. I think one of the biggest things that I've learned during this time is just how to slow down Um, Like so many other people, I was always, you know, just on the go and rushing from here to there and taking the kids, you know, to school and to practices and, you know, having friends over. And it was just our schedule was packed. Um, I can remember every month I would write out the calendar and and every day had something on it, usually multiple things. And so I remember vividly taking a picture of the calendar in March when I just, I wiped everything off of the calendar and taking a picture of it because it was so different than all of the calendars I had been writing for months and years prior. And yeah. I think that that is one of the things that I have just really embraced and come to enjoy during this time is learning to slow down and appreciate the little things, um, family meals, bike rides, you know, watching movies with the kids. And, um, and the other thing I've noticed is because I I am such just a kind of a, a go, go, go person by nature, I rarely ever would just sit down during the day and maybe do something for myself. And and I, I find myself doing that now. I mean, it doesn't happen often, but every once in a while, I'll pick up a book in the middle of the day and sit down and read, or I'll uh, lay down on the couch with my daughter and watch part of a show. And that rarely ever would have happened before. So I'm just finding more space, I feel like, to be present and pay attention to like, oh, hey, maybe I, I, I just want to sit down and rest a little bit right now. And I don't feel guilty for it before yeah. I always felt guilty. I don't feel yeah. any guilt. Yeah, yeah because, so that, that's probably been the big thing. Yeah, and probably because you don't feel like you have to rush off and do all these things. So um, you just have created, you know, more space that you can then insert, you know, reading a book and whatever. And before, you know, you were also um, teaching preschool. So you were gone. Yes. I know you that was an everyday and stuff like that. So then probably on your off days, then you had to get all the stuff done that you weren't getting done on the days that you were teaching and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, so that is really interesting, you know, that you've, it it took, it took a pandemic for you to like, just create some space for you to relax and read a book or sit down with the kids and watch a movie, even if it's not the whole movie and stuff like that. So it's very interesting to like, look back on 2020 and, and think, okay, what did a, what did a pandemic teach me like that? Yeah. Otherwise, I don't know if I would have changed my ways, you know? Well, and I hope 
you know, even moving forward mm-hmm. as things hopefully start to get yeah. better and return return to some, you know, someone's of normalcy, yeah. I really hope and pray that I keep these practices, that, that these things that I've learned during this time don't disappear. I don't want to go back to rush, 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 rush all the time. Like I, I want to keep this space. And I think it's good, not only for me, I think it's good for my husband, the kids. Like I, I feel like we all do better when we've slowed down. In fact, that's one of the things my youngest son has said Mm. multiple times when we've talked about this time, he says he likes not rushing all of the time. Like he has, he's eight years old and he's vocalized that. So (laughs) yeah. Like think about it. He's only eight and he's already saying like, yeah, I don't like that. We were rushing around. I mean, he didn't, he doesn't have that much life to even reference. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, I don't like rushing around. (laughs) Yeah. Wise little one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That makes me think of a story with um, Todd. My husband is that when he went to Disney World, you know, um, his mom wanted to take advantage of it, right? Like, it's it's not cheap, and this is why you're here. And he just remembered, like, there was never any kind of white space. It was just kind of like, go, 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 go. And he didn't like that. Like, his personality was like, I don't like running from one thing to another and being very hurried and all that kind of stuff. Because for him this is vacation. Like, of course you want it to be fun. And so it is interesting to, I think different personalities thrive off of different things. So some personalities may really love that. And then some personalities are like, whoa, like we need to kind of slow this down. And so your son kind of sounds like that. It's like, he doesn't want to have like everything booked. He wants to have more of that margin to just kind of not be flying out the door every two minutes. Yeah. And that's a good thing for me to learn about him too. Mm-hmm. Like you're saying, cause everybody is different and yeah. there are different things that make people thrive. So I was, yeah. I was really glad to hear him say that. Like, I need to remember this yes. about him. Yep. You know? Yeah. Well, Jen, for those of um, the listeners that have not heard you on the show before, just how about you just quickly introduce yourself, your name, where you live, how many kids you have and their ages. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, my name is Jennifer Thompson. I live in, um, right outside of Nashville, Tennessee, about 30 minutes outside in Nolensville, the same town as Amber. Yep. And I have four children. Uh, My oldest is 14. And then I have an almost 13 year old. She'll be 13 in a couple months and 11 and eight. Yeah. Well, and I was three three girls and a boy. Yeah. And I was going to say this, but I didn't want to give away that you have four kids. Um, I wanted you to um, say that is that that is also a big reason why your calendar was also so full because you have four kids. So, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. People with one kid and two kids or whatever still could fill it up if they wanted to. Um, But for sure, having four kids, I mean, you think there's four people, you know, that you're managing their lives and um, their extracurricular. Because even if you just let them have one thing to do, that's still four things that you have to do. So for you to wipe down that calendar and it be nothing, I mean, I can't even imagine what that felt like for you. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it was it was, you know, even though the reason was this, you know, kind of concerning, yep. it felt really good to be able to just be like, okay, we have nothing right now. Yeah. And you're exactly right. We try to limit the kids' activities, yep. but you know, if one of them up. is in softball mm-hmm. and they have multiple practices a week and then they right. all have multiple practices and yes. whatever they're doing, it quickly is adds like, up. Whoa, yep. a lot. Yes. Yeah. So I wanted you, so we, we did a series together on COVID and um, 
back in March or is it April? Mm-hmm. Now I don't even know. It could have been. <laughs> I don't know either. It's this is what happened. Okay. Long. I'm going to tell yeah. you, I'm going to tell everybody <laughs> 2020 has made me feel like I either have pregnancy brain or a newborn brain. Like I'm like, <laughs> what day is it? I don't know. <laughs> so, it's, all, it's all just 2020. It's just, that's all you need to know. So it just kind of yeah. blurs together. <laughs> it does. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. Oh, I don't remember what month it was either. It was I know. Some, it so was, you it guys, was warm. there was a COVID series. Um, so you look up Jennifer Thompson, COVID series, you'll find it. And um, I'll put it in the show notes if I can actually remember that I said this. Um, but <laughs> so we were talking about that. That was obviously more at the beginning. And, and why I had people come on is just to kind of talk about their experience of what it looked like so far. We had no idea, fast forward to December 2020, that we would still be sitting in this and we and not knowing what December, or, I mean, uh, what January 2021 and so on will look like. Um, so here we are. And I wanted, I wanted to bring a few ladies on because the main, the main reason I'm doing this series is the over, the over, um, arching topic is loneliness. And, um, the loneliness doesn't look the same for everyone. And so, but I feel like mental health is, is, um, it's such a big thing right now with the pandemic and being isolated and it can look very different. It can be, you're isolated and you're by yourself as a single person. Um, you are with a lot of people, but yet you still feel lonely because maybe you're not connecting with your friends and it's always just, I'm the wife, I'm the mom. And that's just kind of what it is, which is great. But then you're kind of like missing yourself and like connecting with other women. And um, I just think there's different levels of loneliness and it's it can be very easy to overlook it. And some people may not even realize that they're feeling lonely. Um, and they may be thinking, or maybe they're feeling something, but they just can't quite figure out that it could be loneliness. And so, um, especially with moms that are so busy, I think that's one thing I remember, um, someone, um, someone saying to me, I had said something and they're like, Oh, it sounds like you're lonely. And I just looked at them like, that is the craziest thing because I have children who don't even let me go to the bathroom by myself. Like how would I be lonely? (laughs) And, um, but, (laughs) but it was deeper than that is it's not, it's not like, Oh, like I'm surrounded by people. Right. And so, um, anyway, so I wanted to have you come on cause I wanted you to share what, um, this year has looked like for you, what you guys have had to do that, um, feels best for your family. And then, um, what has that looked like in regards to feeling lonely at times or disconnected for you? So how about you share that with us? Um, yeah, thanks. So, listening to you talk, it made me think just there's the difference, right? Between having, you know, people physically present Mm -hmm. versus that, that emotional connection. Um, and obviously we have that with our spouse if we're married. Um, but there's something I think for women, it's really important to have those female friendships and to just feel that connection on a deep level, um, with a friend. And so it, it was, interesting for me to hear you say that because I think along those same lines, like, Oh, I'm not lonely. I'm, I'm surrounded by Mm -hmm. people all of the time, but then just to really stop and think, but yeah, but 
am I connecting? Right. Um, so to answer your question for us, we've, we've chosen to do online school for the kids this year. So all four of them are learning from home and my husband's working from home. So the six of us are together, um, every day, all day, every day. Um, and so that takes up, like you were saying with the, this, you know, summer break yeah. kind of, it yeah. just, it takes up a lot of energy yes. and a lot of space, you know, even though my kids are older, my youngest is eight, they still all have a lot of needs, you know, there oh, are still mm-hmm. questions and they yes. want to hang out and they're mm-hmm. not hanging out with their friends. So, right. you know, we're visiting a lot more during the day, you know, meals are being made and, you know, there's just, there's, you know, the house still needs picked up. There's just things that are still, and actually it needs picked up more now. Oh my gosh. Everybody's Girl, here all the time. Don't even <laughs> get me going on that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so done with this. <laughs> <laughs> How to keep your house clean or not during COVID. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, it's, so there, there are so many things pulling that I feel like a lot of times at the end at the end of the day, I just don't have kind of the mental space or capacity or energy to even necessarily want to reach out. It's not that I don't want to connect with my girlfriends. I just, um, I'm just kind of tapped. Like I'm just ready to lay down on the couch and watch a show or, or, you know, pick up a book or, you know, visit with my husband. Like I, and so I've noticed for me, I'm not reaching out to people as much as I used to. Mm. You know, I used to, um, check in with friends more frequently. Um, and we moved from Indiana just over three years ago. And I, I really have a lot of close friends from there too. And we had, you know, maintain relationships. Uh, but one of the things that we would have guests and visitors, I mean, you know, this, yes, um, you were busy. You were like a Airbnb, but you lived there (laughs) all the time, like almost probably at least two times a month. Yeah. I remember that family coming to stay with us. And Mm -hmm. so for the past months that hasn't been, and I, and I realized we connected with our friends so deeply during that time. Cause when you're living with people for a weekend, you get close, you know, you're really close. Mm -hmm. And so that's something that I found myself, um, missing because without that getting together regularly and not having the space during the day, I'm just not connecting as much. And then with my friends here in Tennessee, you know, we'll go outside and maybe meet up, you know, have a cup of coffee sitting outside or I've done Zooms and um, those kinds of things. But it's just, it's just harder. It's just harder right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was going to say too, and I think when, so my girls are in school, but like they've been home sometimes because maybe too many teachers have gotten COVID so they can't be teaching. And so then they have to go to a remote or maybe they were in close contact. And then one of them is, has to be home and that gets a little crazy. Um, but what I notice is the days that they're both home or that one of them are home. Um, so why I'm saying this is because your kids are always home. Um, you are on to a certain level and, um, or I would find when both of them are home, one of them would have a break at a different time. So then I would just go to do something and then the other one would come down. So I can't even imagine having four because I'm like, oh my gosh, can you guys just have the same breaks? I mean, seriously, like I just, I just oh, yeah. stopped talking to one and I was like, okay, I'm going to have a moment and the other one would come down or their lunches are not, um, scheduled at the same time. And so, um, and I could see how you get to the end of the day. I feel this way, um, and I'm not even doing this um, 24-7. Now, I did back 
in the wintertime when everyone was home that you get to the end um, and you're just kind of like, I don't want to talk to anybody. (laughs) (laughs) So I understand what you're saying that you're kind of like tapped out or then you kind of need to invest in your spouse because even though you're living in the same house, the kids are there all the time too. So it's like how much quality time are you actually getting? And then if you're not going out on dates or something like that, then the stuff that you might've relied on before, um, it can get challenging. So you're trying to keep that going. And then you realize, wait, I haven't even been, um, you know, nourishing my friendships and you don't want to walk away and, and, and later realize like, wow, I kind of let them all go. And so I wanted to ask you, um, so this is, this question pertains to friendships and staying connected. And I'm just wondering, I know you said that you normally, um, are the one, you know, checking in and all that kind of stuff or having people visit. Um, so what are you doing when you do have like a little bit of energy to connect? Um, what are you doing to stay connected with your friends? So I, most, a lot of it is via text. I mean, I, I, a lot is texting. Um, I do have some friends that I use the Boxer app with. I'm yep. not the best at it, but that has been I love good. It. Just for yes. sen- oh, it's great. Just yeah. the short little messages. Yep. Um, so, and every once in a while, I'll have phone calls with friends. I'm actually have a friend that I'm going to be calling after this. We kind of, I've realized if I schedule yeah. phone call dates, they're much more likely to happen. To happen. <laughs> um, and Zooms, I've done Zooms. And outside, like outside get togethers, Mm, mm -hmm. um, with friends, because we have, that's kind of the other thing that's been hard. Um, we aren't doing as much. I still see my parents and they're very, very high risk. Mm -hmm. I fall into the high risk category. Three of my children have asthma. So we've just been a little bit more on the cautious side. So that is one of the things, um, that is challenging too, because I know that that isn't the case for everybody. Understandably, like we all need to look at our own unique situations and make our own choices that are best for our family and respect each other's choices. And so I think that, you know, whereas, you know, some people are maybe going into restaurants or doing some of these other things, we just haven't gotten there yet. And, um, we just need to be slightly more cautious. So there is kind of that feeling of loneliness too, when it's like, Oh, wow. Like you see, maybe pictures on social media or you talk to your friends and you realize they're all getting together and oh, doing yeah. these things. And, and we're just not, we're just not there yet. So I will see people, but it's usually outside, um, visiting. And so I, I go on walks with some friends who do stuff like that. And I, one of the things that I've gotten into the habit, um, of this season is in my morning quiet time, I, I try to just pray and ask God to put somebody on my heart. If there is someone that I need to reach out to, if there's someone, um, that I need to connect with, like I, I, that's one of the things that I pray. And so there are quite a few times in the morning where like someone will come to mind in my quiet time and I'll just, you know, shoot a, just shoot a quick text. Like, Hey, how are you doing? Just thinking of you. Yes. Um, so that's, those are kind of the different ways that I've, that I've tried to connect with people. Sure. Um, and, and, and it's, it, for the most part, it's been, it's been pretty good. I feel like. Yeah. I was going to say, I do think that's really good. And, and, um, I'm, I'm trying to make a point of saying this on every episode, but I love that you're saying that you're pray you pray about it. But even if, um, I was telling another guest that, you know, when you think about someone, 
like shoot them a text message just to say, I'm thinking about you because really that is not going to take that much time to do, but you never know when that person really needed to hear that, you know, and, and it could really change someone's day because I think a lot of times we do think about people, right? Like just in your day and you just keep going. But I think because we feel so isolated right now, I think it would make the world of a difference. Um, if we all just, you know, texted somebody when they're on our minds and I don't know, you just never know that someone could really be having a really, really hard time. And, your text message coming through would just change their day around you. So I don't know, it's something that doesn't cost money. It doesn't eat up a lot of time and it really could leave such a big impact. But um, I love that you pray for that and that um, you kind of just see who comes onto your heart and, and reach out to them. So I think that's a perfect um, idea. I wanted well, to, yeah. yeah, sorry, go oh, ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean yeah. to interrupt. No, that's okay. But yeah. I think you're like what you were saying is so true, especially during this time when people are maybe feeling more isolated or a greater sense of loneliness Yeah, that, that a simple text can mean yes. a lot more now than yes. maybe it would have a few months ago. You yep. know? Yep. So I can, I completely agree with you. And, yeah. and sometimes I'm good at it. And then I, there are other times during the day where I'll think of someone and then I'll be, you know, making sandwiches or whatever. And then the next day I'm like, Oh, I never sent that message, you know, yeah. and, and, but just stopping and do it doesn't take long yeah. to stop and, and reach out. Well, and you know what too? I mean, um, I was just thinking about this, you know, maybe, and, and when I'm talking to you, I'm talking to all the listeners. So I'm not just like, John, this is what you need to do. But I, you know what? It could be a good idea is to have a notepad. And so if you don't oh, have yeah. that moment to like text somebody, you write their name down so that at the end of the day, even if you have four people just being like, hey, I'm just thinking about you or I just wanted you to know I was thinking about you. It doesn't even need to be this whole huge thing and whatever. And so that might be an easy thing because if you don't want to just be picking up your phone all the time. Um, so that could be just a good option. I just think. I just think it would go really far and more than what I think people would realize. Um, Cause I just, I, I think too, a lot of people, I think they just think like, Oh, everybody's fine. And you know, they have a good life and they're probably not sad. And um, you know, they're probably not lonely. You know, I know they have a, B, C and D and, and we don't really know that. You know what I mean? Like we don't really know. Um, if they're having a hard time or not. So um, I love, I love that you pray about that. I think that's really great. And um, I was going to ask you with seeing people like online and doing stuff, we were talking about this before we started to uh, record. Um, do you feel at all kind of like you're left behind a little bit, like the world's moving on, you're staying in an isolated bubble? Like, how has that been for you? Yeah, you know, sometimes there is that feeling. I think there's a lot of wrestling when it comes to making decisions, you know, all of the different decisions that we have to make. Mm -hmm. Well, really lots of conversation, lots of praying, lots of, you know, talking between my husband and I. And then, um, I think sometimes it, it does feel lonely because you see all of these things still happening and it's like, well, should we be doing this? Why aren't we doing this? Mm -hmm. And then you start to second guess yeah. if we're making the best choices and, but, but I will say after we make our choices, I, I feel peace. Um, yeah. so I'm confident in the choices that we have made and we have started to relax a little bit, especially mm -hmm. with our oldest daughter. We've realized, um, she's a freshman in high school and, yeah. and this isn't, you know, well, for all of the kids, they need their friends, but we're, we're just trying to kind of look at each 
individual case by um, case, <laughs> case by case, and see what does this what does this person need right now? Is this not, is it is it worth the risk? Um, so we have loosened up a little, but there are still a lot of things that we're that we're saying no to right yeah. now, yeah. and and it, and it does feel that way sometimes. Like yeah. oh, you know, and then you start to think, oh, are we these big weirdos because we're not doing anything? And then I just have to kind of regroup. Like no, yeah. yeah, no, there is a pandemic, and I'm you know this is yeah. We're just we're just doing the best that we can, and so um, and I think just remembering that too. That's what I just try to remember. Like every family is we are all in this together and this, we've never dealt with anything like this before. So it's just, just to respect whatever choices every, everybody mm-hmm. is making. And then, you know, to not let, you know, if I'm scrolling through my feed or whatever, to yeah. not let that yes. get to me, I, yep. I have to kind of, you know, take those thoughts captive. If I start to go down a rabbit trail, a rabbit hole of mm-hmm. like, Oh, I've, why aren't we doing this? We need to like, okay, no, like I just need to be happy that they're able to do those things and, and, you know, kind of recenter, like, this is why we're doing what we're doing. And this is why they're doing what they're doing. And, and it's both okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. Yeah. And, and, and just like, I mean, even in the past with social media, you could always have FOMO, like, you know, fear of missing out that even, even without a pandemic. And so of course, seeing stuff happening, um, while you're in a pandemic, you know, you're like, Oh, I was saying this to you before, like seeing people who are having kind of Christmas get togethers with their girlfriends. And I'm just like, Oh, like that just looks so much fun. And, you know, we're not, um, isolating as much as you, but like, like I was saying, it's all relative. So I might have a lot of friends who are doing way more than me and then I'm doing more than other people. And so, um, I just think there's a level of, I think there's some level of that everywhere because even if someone is doing so much more than you, they're probably doing a lot less than what they're used to doing. So for them, they still feel it, even though someone else may view them as like, wow, you're living a normal life and, and they're not. And so um, I think we just have to keep that in mind. Um, But as we end, I wanted to ask you um, this question, especially for for someone who is isolating more and a little bit in a bubble and, you know, why I'm asking these questions. It's not either, it's not just so much too that, um, your friends who are, who might be listening to this need to do this, but it gives other people, um, some ideas of different personalities, um, and especially what kind of, um, situation they're experiencing during the pandemic to show up for them and connect with them. Cause sometimes, sometimes, you know, you're kind of like, I don't know what other people need. It's like, you know what you need, but you don't know like what, Uh does, uh, what do other people need that kind of help them along and feel connected? So if, excuse me, if your friends were, you know, able to magically know your thoughts, what are some things that your friends could do to make you feel loved and stay connected with you during this time? That is an excellent question. Um, and I think that's really good to think about just because we do want to know how to love our friends well, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that's, that's a really, really great question. Um, And I will say, I feel like my friends do make me feel loved. Mm. Um, One of the big things just for me in general that I've learned over the past years is I, I try not to put a lot of expectations on to like, onto others. Like I try, I try to give everybody that God has put into my life, um, 
just a lot of grace because mm. I know like I've been staying at home with my kids for years and I know how busy it is and how, and even when you're not, when you're working, whether you're working, whether you're staying home, whether you're, you know, all, all the things that we all do. Um, and now during this pandemic with everybody being home again, like I just, I know how, how busy it is. And I just, I remember something that a, a woman told me years ago when the kids were really little and it really, really stuck with me. She said, she said, you only have this season for a, a period of time mm. and it, it feels like it's going to be forever, but it will pass and it will pass quickly. And then you will have so much time to invest in, you know, friendships and relationships and all of these things. Um, and that really, that really stuck with me because I felt like I was being such a bad friend because, mm. before, you know, before I had kids, it was, you know, Hey, you want to meet up for coffee? Hey, you right. do this? No, it was, I was way more available at that point of time in my life. Um, and now I'm just not. So I feel like one of the things that I feel like a lot of my friends do give me is the gift of grace. Mm, and um, I like that. And that is one of the things I try to give my friends too, because I know when we do connect again, we're going to pick up right where we left off. Um, there is, there is no, no question about that. And so I think that that's like the thing that I think my friends could do is just to continue to give me that grace. Um, and, and I, and I really appreciate authentic upfront communication. So if somebody is upset with me or frustrated that maybe I haven't reached out as much as they would like, I would much rather have somebody tell me how they are feeling always than mm. hold something inside yeah. and yep. start to have a grudge fester that I sure. don't even recognize as yeah. festering because if they speak it to me like, Hey, you know, I'm feeling let down. Like I don't hear from you as much. You don't call anymore. I don't then, then I can do something with that because, you know, sometimes it's not that we don't care. You just get so distracted that sometimes you just aren't thinking about that. Yeah. Um, even though I think it's a great question to think like what, how can I love mm -hmm. my friends better? It's just not something that at least for me is usually on the forefront of my mind. So I think just receiving grace, um, authentic conversation, letting me know if yes. I am disappointing in some way. And then I think the other thing is just for me, I'm, I'm pretty low maintenance. I, I really am. It takes a lot to upset me. I mm. don't really get mad very often. And, um, so I just, just a little text goes a long way. Like yeah. if you're just like, Hey, thinking of you like that, yep. I, that, that fills me up and I'm good for a long time. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think those are, those are just the, the biggest things that come to mind, but yeah. really I, I feel like I feel very loved by the friends that God has put in my life. And, um, and I just know, even if I'm not seeing them now that we will see each other again. Yeah. And I just, I know that, um, when I do get to see the friends I haven't seen for a long time, when, when we see each other, we'll just pick up like, like nothing ever happened. And that brings me a lot of joy to think about that. 
And, and I'm so grateful too, for the friends that I have here that, that are willing to meet with me outside. You know, so yes. many friends have mm-hmm. been so respectful and so wonderful. And so, you know, um, even if maybe they aren't being quite as cautious right. as we are, they, yep. they will all get together outside because they know that's maybe what my comfort level is. And so I am, I'm so grateful for those friends too, that will just, ex, you know, just are willing, um, to just meet with me in the ways that I need to meet right now. And I'm just very, I'm very grateful for, I'm very grateful for my girlfriends. That's awesome. I'm grateful for you, Amber. I'm grateful for you too. And so, um, and I can't wait until we can get coffee again inside. Hey, and that's or the when great it gets thing warmer. about Tennessee is that every once in a while, you know, we'll have this occasional oh, like 50 some w- degree pocket. day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we could just have some coffee then. I know. I know. That does sound good. I Yeah. I mean, I'm just kind of like, yes, yes, that sounds really good. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? And I'll drink coffee at any time of the day. Me so. too. Well, maybe not at 9 p.m., but... <laughs> I push it. I do. <laughs> um, well, that was really good. And I think um, that will really help people. You know, just you talking about showing grace and that you give people grace and that you show people grace and that you want them to say, hey, you know, I haven't heard from you and, and whatnot and kind of being a little bit more direct because I know that can be uncomfortable. And I hope that people hear this and that it's giving them ideas either on that this is what they like or they realize, oh, you know what? I think my friend is like this. So um, it, that's why I want to ask these questions so that either people recognize it in themselves or they see it in their friends. And it just gives them some ideas of what what they can do um, that doesn't cost a ton of money or no money when it may not even take up a lot of time and it can just be something simple. And so um, I appreciate you sharing that with me. Um, before we end, is there anything you want to add or do you think we covered it all? Well, yeah, there's just one thing that just sure. popped into my mind really quick while you're just talking. I think a lot of times we give love the way that we receive love. We do. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I, or the way that we want to receive love. Yeah. And so I think just like you said, some people, um, may not even realize that the the things that maybe a friend is struggling with or you know people are our intentions in friendship are usually really really good and so if if a friend hasn't reached out to you for a while it's not i think sometimes we can make it into something bigger in our mind than what it really is and mm-hmm. so I think that's why that blanket of grace is so important and reaching out to people and letting them know. Cause a lot of times you could be hurt and somebody has no clue that they've even hurt you, you know, and they're, they had no intention to hurt you. And maybe they thought that they were loving you well because they were showing you the love that they like to receive, but you want to receive love in a completely different way. So I just think communication is so important in all aspects of relationship. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's just the last thing I wanted to add. Yeah. Um, well, I have a really close friend that um, in Michigan, kind of like you, I have um, friends that I've been friends with for a long time and have a lot of history with. And um, I've learned with her that um, she may not even respond back to my text um, that day, the next day, maybe the other, the, the day after that, I don't even know. Um, but I've learned with her, like that's her cadence. If I really needed her, I would probably text her saying, um, I need to talk to you or I, I would call her. Um, so they're not things that like she has to respond. 
but she'll circle back and be like, I'm so sorry. It's taken me so long to get back to you. And I think just even saying that is so helpful Mm -hmm. to be so that you don't feel like that the person just like, I don't have time for you. Um, just saying and acknowledging that, but I too have learned that with her and have given her grace on that, that I don't hold that like against her or make it be anything that it isn't like, it's not like she doesn't care about me or anything like that. So I think it's important too to catch your thoughts on things and really question. Cause I think it's easy to go, well, well, they're, they don't, they don't respect my time or they, they don't care about me. And you could just run off on a whole tangent of thoughts uh, that are not even true, you know, and (laughs) kind of like what you're saying, a lot of people have really good intentions. So, um, to really think about that. And, um, so yeah, she stuck, she stood out to me when you were saying that, that I just know that with her and we are still really close. I love her dearly. And, um, but I just know that that's just, her life gets a little bit crazy, um, and busy and, it's like she didn't, she may not even circle back. Or sometimes people will be like, I just saw your text. Like they might've saw it come through, but then maybe they clicked it. And you know, the thing with text on iPhones anyways, you can't make them like unread, you know, like with email, which we probably should have, because then you could be like, I need to mark this unread. So then I know to come back because then it oh, can just yeah. get lost. Yeah, absolutely. If you don't respond immediately, you may forget then, about so it. You're doing something you couldn't. You may forget, but it's not that it's not important to you. Yep. It's just you got distracted by yeah. all these things. Exactly, yes, that happens to me all the time. Yeah. Well, Jen, it is so much fun having you on the show, and I'm so glad that we were able to connect and just do this episode together. So I appreciate you coming on today. Well, thank you for having me, Amber. I, I always enjoy talking to you so, so much. Hey, you guys, have you subscribed to the Mom Inspired Show email list yet? If you want to have discounts sent to your email and links to the books we discuss on the show, as well as all the guests' information, then you will want to subscribe. That way, every episode will show up in your inbox every Tuesday, and you won't have to go searching for the newest episode. It will be right at your fingertips. So just go to mominspiredshow.com and scroll down and enter your name and email, and you will be all set. See you next week.